This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 179. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Jiggler. Jiggler is the creative, do-it-yourself, online marketing platform top agents are flocking to. Build everything in minutes right on your desktop. From marketing flyers, reports, lead generators, and social media posts, Jiggler has hundreds of templates waiting for you to customize, download, and print or post. Get started today and try Jiggler free at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R dot com. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Going to get straight into it today with my guest, Dan Wood. Uh, Danny is a public speaker for major conferences and global brands. His focus is on marketing and technology, from generating leads to lead follow-up and after-sale systems for repeat and referral business. Dan currently runs broker, BrokerageNation.com, a collection of 200 real estate offices and over 8,000 agents who are enrolled in his online training programs. More about that in the show notes. Along with that, he has a one-on-one coaching service helping realtors implement the systems and services he speaks on. Uh, you can reach out to Dan at BrokerageNation.com. Again, the, that information uh, is in the show notes. I actually know Dan uh, in another way. Um, Dan and I met here in Toronto years ago. Uh, and when I think of Dan, I think of um, a very a very savvy uh, real estate guy. Um, he, he had his own practice for many years uh, and just amazing at getting online leads and lead generation and all of that sort of thing. G'day, Dan. How you doing, buddy? Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, look, thank you for your time. You're, you're in the middle of a, or are you in the middle of a five-year tour around North America? And, and where are you at the moment? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was supposed to be a three-year trip and now we're doing a victory lap. So it's going to be a five-year trip. So okay. I left my home three, three years ago and I never went back. And every month I moved to a new city. Okay. Uh, COVID really slowed that down. So I was actually at Disney World when they closed it. And that's a big deal. Like if, if they're, they make, how many millions do they make at Disney World? Like they, Gosh. if they're going to close it, that's, Big time. So yeah. that this was before we really knew this um, how severe this disease was and everything. So, anyways, once that happened, I beelined it right back to Canada. Most well, because I wanted to be back where I had healthcare, but I was mostly <laughs> afraid of them like saying not not letting me not back into the country, but saying, um, "Oh, well, welcome home," but you're going to be put in this detention camp where all the other sickos are. <laughs> Oh, I, I wanted to beat that before that happened. So um, now we're in uh, Surrey, BC, and it's only because it was the only thing that was open at that time, and there's no point on me moving right now. So we just kind of like hunker down. So I'm going to stay here until spring and then probably move to Whistler. Nice, nice. Whistler, what a beautiful part of the world. So sorry, you're not far from Vancouver. Nope. From my fr- for my Aussie friends who are not familiar, BC is British Columbia. On the west coast, it's right above Washington State, uh, USA, but it's um, Canada's most westerly uh, province. Dan, today we're going to get into the best seller, um, the best seller lead gen ideas most agents don't know about. I'm intrigued by that title, and thank you again for sharing this intel because 
Guys, you're in for a treat. There's some really valuable information here. Dan's just got, there are dozens of different ideas here he's about to roll roll off. So I'm going to shut up and uh, I'll ask questions. I'll channel my listeners, Dan, if I, uh, if, if I feel anything needs a bit of clarification. But let's get Whoa. into it, buddy. Right on. Okay. So I know it's a podcast and it's audio only. However, in the show notes, I'm going to give Ray a link that has Thank a, you. I a forgot to pre- mention that. That's cool. It's a pre-recording that visually shows what I'm talking about as well. But you don't need to be on the visual. You can just hear my voice and, and write down good notes because these are going to be some good ideas. The first one is that you should hire a photographer for your database. So consider this. Take a bunch of seasonal photos, almost like stock photography, of all of the people in your database so, so that in the future when they are ready to list, you've already got something. This is a campaign that we typically would run in the summer when the grass is green, the sky is blue, and the flowers are in bloom. So what I do is I get on the phone, because you have to contact your database multiple times a year. So yeah. we use this as a yearly touch program idea, and we would call everybody in our sphere of influence, and we would let them know. We would say, hey, We've hired a photographer. Uh, They're going to come around and take exterior photos so they don't have to come into your property. And if you want, they can take uh, backyard photos as well. And the reason why you might want this is because you might need need it for insurance, refinancing, or any other real estate related reasons. You always want your property to show amazingly. And in the future, in the fall or in the winter, your your home may not look as nice. So would it be okay if we had our photographer swing by and take that for you? It's of no cost and it's an added service that we're doing for all of our friends and family. What a cool idea. Yeah. Boom. And so the other benefit to that is um, not everybody in your database do you have their mailing address. Like a lot of times we have just the email and maybe the phone number yeah. or the phone number and no email, but definitely most people don't have the mailing address of their yep. database. Yep. So this gives us, because we have to send the photographer, so we get an updated database. Cool idea. It's like, I mean, we pay for the photographer for a weekend and he just drives around. So we map out all the locations and he just shows up um, and we give a, a care package for the photographer to leave with the homeowner, letting them know that he was there. And then it has all our information, a bunch of other goodies in in like a gift bag type of thing. So that same idea, the script I just said verbally, we also use that same script and we text it to people, we email it to people, uh, Facebook message to people. So when you watch the pre-recording in Ray's show notes, you can take a screenshot and write out the script that I just had. So that's going to be there for you. One of the other things that we use for generating seller leads is free ebooks. And um, people question like this whole idea of a free ebook. Like, where do you get a free ebook? I mean, I know, Ray, you've got ebooks that you offer your clients as well, your yep. realtor clients. Yes. And there is a, a, a free version out there that I've tapped into, and it's um, Realtor Magazine. They have a section called Handouts for Consumers. So the the URL is kind of long and complicated, so it's too hard for me to say verbally. But if you were to just go to Google and Google search National Association of Realtors Handouts for Consumers, their webpage will come right up. Okay. And what's cool about this webpage is that it already has articles and content pre-written and typed out for the realtor. And um, all they have to do is change out the logo and the contact info. Like, it was created for this purpose. It's not like I'm telling you just to go there and and rip it off. They purposely made this. And in the downloads that they give you, it even says your logo here, your contact info here. So it's all pre-typed information. Mm -hmm. 
And they have it broken down into different categories. So there's a, a home buyer category, but there's also a home seller category as well. And then there's one for homeowners. Now, collectively, between all three of those categories, there's 59 pre-written articles. Okay. I'm not saying they're all good. Um, they're probably definitely not even all local and relevant, but maybe 20 of them are, right? So what you could do is take those 20 articles, edit them and make them your own. So like, even though they're giving it to you downloaded and it's already done and typed, I wouldn't consider it done. I would consider it like 80% done yeah. and I would add yeah. my own spice to it. Customize would, it, put in some keywords. Well, that and make it hyper-local. Talk yeah. about like how that relates in your local market. Now, once you have whatever, say you get 20 of the articles or you use all 59 of them, technically you've now got an ebook. Each one of those could be a different chapter, yeah. right? And so you could take that as a home seller guide and offer it as a Facebook lead magnet. So when people are on Facebook, you can target people based on um, the area that you're working, right? The age and all that. Facebook marketing, when you do it based on a listing, it's um, it, we used to have a, a real science where we could say who's about to buy a home, like you yep. could predict with that. Yep. You can't do that with Facebook anymore when it's based on a listing. Okay. But if it's a generic call to action, like find out what house values are worth, we find that we still can do a little bit of the science where we're saying, I don't want to target 18-year-olds, I only want 30 and above, okay. that sort of thing. So when you use these eBooks, you, you have more flexibility with the marketing that you're doing instead of like broad-based shotgun marketing like you are with the listing. Gotcha. Yeah. So you could do it with social media ads. Um, you could also, each one of those stories that you take and re-edit and repurpose, guess what? You've now got a Facebook and Instagram story, right? You could make a little video or vlog of you talking about each one of them. You've got a follow-up for your drips as well. So if you had a buyer lead come in, would you not have a follow-up program? Like they get a thank you email and then two days later, like it triggers a phone call and another email and then a couple days later, another email. Like you should have some sort of follow-up plan. Well, what I would encourage real estate agents to do is take a look at your follow-up plan and can you add any of this content in as a value add to your follow-up drip program? And now you've got one for your buyers and you've got one for your sellers. Love it. Love it. Lots on of good content. On top of that, um, the content is already pre-written and Google does not appreciate duplicate content. So if you were to take these pre-written blog posts, <laughs> I would not just copy and paste and put it on your website because that's not mm -hmm. going to get you anything. If anything, it's going to be a negative. Yep. But if you were to edit it and make it your own spice and your own hyper-local content on top of like what they wrote, then you've now got blogs and newsletters as well. So there's multiple ways that you can re-leverage this content above and beyond just like the single purpose mindset that most people have. Speaking of stories, uh, I would encourage you to do a story poll. So you could ask a question that says, are you thinking of moving this year? Yes or maybe. So <laughs> I love the idea of adding maybe as the option because mm -hmm. if it's a no, they're already not going to answer. Yep. But if you ask the question, are you moving this year? Yes or maybe. I mean, just ask that every season. Are you moving this fall? Are you moving this spring? Are you moving this summer? Just four times a year, it's it's... Like how many days are there in the year? I'm only asking you to do this four times a year, right? Yeah. So every quarter and it doesn't cost you anything. And you'd be surprised, like maybe you get one or two people every quarter. You can do that on Facebook. 
Is that yeah. what you're suggesting? Yeah. Okay. Face, Facebook story and Instagram story. Yep. A lot of people are missing out. A lot of real estate agents are missing out on the story because they have this mindset of why would I post a story when it's going to get deleted? Yep. When if I just post it on my newsfeed or on my wall, it's going to last forever. Yeah. That's true, except for um, there's a lot more eyeballs that are hitting the stories than there are the newsfeed. Yes. So if you're not posting on that, I'm not saying you should be on there every day spamming, but you like use the 80-20 rule. 80% of what you post and talk about should be you. Positive, colorful, uplifting, funny. And then the other 20% can be business. If it's just all business all the time, it's like boring. Yawn. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I've got, oh man, this is one of my secret ninja weapons. It's Here we for- go. Listen yeah, up. Is, Listen up, everybody. If I was to start as a brand new real estate agent in any city next month, I would have business. Okay. And I, I would be competing with the people that are on this call if I just showed up in your town. Go to Craigslist and in some marketplaces, maybe Kijiji if you're in Canada, whatever your classified website is. That, Gumtree that is in Australia. Okay. So I'm not sure if Gumtree in Australia has this section or not, but I know Craigslist does and I know Kijiji does. And that's, um, it has a for sale by owner section. Okay. Now, calling for sale by owners is nothing new. However, my approach definitely is fresh. So when I call a for sale by owner, so I pick up the phone, he answers. I'm like, hey, Joey Fisbo, I noticed you got a home for sale. I saw it on Kijiji. Is it still available? And he says, yes, because it's a Fisbo. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. kidding. And <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so Joey, look, I'm a real estate agent and I know you, you're getting a ton of other real estate agents that are calling you and probably hounding you to get your listing. See, I'm a buyer agent and there's no cost to working with me. So I was just curious, if you were to move, where would you move to next, Oshawa or Whippy? Because I want to pull the needle out of the haystack for you. Love it. And what I, so what I'm doing is I'm not having a first sale by owner conversation at all. I definitely want to have that dance with them, but it's not yep. going to be on my first breath. So my first approach is like, look, you're going to sell the roof over your head. You still need one, right? I'm not saying it that way, but they, if they are selling on their own, they're still going to need to buy a home. So what I do is I get them set up as buyers and uh, set them up on the prospect match and I work them as a buyer lead first. I, dude, you like 10 a day, 10 a day, 10 a day, yeah. five a day, whatever, whatever is happening in your marketplace for the for sale by owners. If you just take that approach, I guaranteed I have business and people in the car next month looking at yeah. properties. That's a, that's an awesome strategy. I love it. It's just numbers and you can do, you can do so much prospecting um, and it's going to be well received because you're helping them. Same, so um, same thing on the Craigslist and Kijiji and would you say Gumtree? Gumtree. Yep. Yeah. So I the one in NZ. There's a good one in NZ as well, but um, it'll come to me. I'll post it in the show notes. Yeah, um, it, maybe even Facebook Marketplace. I yep. don't know. But um, the other thing that we did with Craigslist and could you, the classified, I'll just say classified websites, is that we would contact all of the landlords that had a home for rent. Yep. And so I call up the landlord and say, hey, I noticed you have a home for rent. Is it still available? And they say, yeah. And I'm like, okay, awesome. So now I am a real estate agent and I totally appreciate that you're marketing the home on your own to rent it out. Now, what if we were to cast a larger net and bring you offers for sale? If you don't like any of the offers, you don't have to take it. There's no upfront cost. But would you be open to entertaining that idea? And if so, have you ever considered the value of what your property is worth? A lot of landlords don't want to be a landlord anymore. 
So that just created a whole new conversation. Now, some of them would like totally block me and be like, nope, I'm in my truck. I got my coffee. I'm on my way to the listing uh, rental right now to pick up the check. I love what I do. So for those people, I had a backup plan. I'd be like, well, hey, since you love being a landlord so much, I'm sure you wouldn't want to miss out on a future opportunity because we have a weekly email that goes out that shows all the duplexes, the triplexes, the fix and flips, the power of sales and undervalued property. Would you be interested in that? And if not you, who? Do you know somebody else that would? So every phone call I had, I was either trying to get a listing from it and as a backup plan, I would try and get them added to my database for email alerts. And even if not that, then I asked for the referral, if not you, who? And that simple one, two, three strategy with every phone call, five a day, 10 a day, 15 a day. I had this rule when I first got into real estate. I would not leave the office until I had 12 conversations about nice. real estate with yeah. random strangers. So I would grab a scrap piece of paper and, and do like a tic-tac-toe grid. And throughout the day, I would be writing down the, just like the people, their contact info and notes in these little squares. Yep. I would not leave or call it a day until I had 12 a day, unless, nice. it, unless it was too late to call. Like I wouldn't call people after nine o'clock at night. Um, but so anyways, that was my hard set rule. But I had to get really creative with how am I going to have 12 conversations a day with strangers, especially when I look like a, like a, a, a teenage kid, right? So not going to work out. So I had to do things like this, Craigslist and Kijiji. I just started calling the landlords. I started calling for sale by owners. I started calling everybody. And how, and was, your stri- how was your strike rate with that, Dan? How uh, did it work for you? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. If I was a, a brand new agent in any city, this would be my first pillar. Okay. On top of building and growing your database, that should be everybody's first. Number but if one, you need yeah. a, a second source of income, whether it be from open houses or internet leads or farming, I would say this prospecting method it, it is going to pay the bills. What a great way to get started. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. cost anything. Yeah. yeah. I love Just it. Just your time. You either leverage your time or leverage your money. Okay. And um, so that's a, definitely a time leverage approach. Um, there is an automatic way as well, and that's your email signature. So a lot of people overlook this because if you look at most people's email signature, it would be like a pretty picture of them that's outdated mm-hmm. and then their company logo and then all of their contact information. Well, above all of that before any of that is shown, I have a PS. And my PS would say something like this. It said, uh, listings are selling above asking price. Find out how to price your home correctly. This can help your friends thinking of selling too. Just ask me. Nice. So that's above all of my other like email signature stuff because it looks like it's part of the message that I, I wrote them. But think of how many emails you send on a daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly basis. That is going to strike a chord with a certain amount of people. And you'll also notice I wasn't telling them to go to my website. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've already got their email. I've already got a conversation somehow. We're emailing each other back and forth. So I don't have to drive them away to become a lead somewhere else. I've already got them. Let's just keep the conversation flowing. And it's an obvious uh, call to action that um, incredibly a lot of agents don't use in, in most of their emails. Yeah. So think of you and your staff and your admin and anybody who's on your team, they should all have that added on there. And remember, I know this is an audio podcast, but I actually have that on a screen. So in the show notes, in when you watch this with Ray, it's going to have that on the screen typed out for you. So you can just copy cool. and paste. Awesome. Um, okay. So this is my number one strategy, even above and beyond the for sale by owner strategy, okay. which is the, the nosy neighbor alerts. So what I do is I contact everybody in my database. 
first of all, you have to have an, you have to go through an exercise. I have uh, Ray. I'll give this for your show notes as well, and it's an exercise for your agents on how to build and grow a database from scratch. Because a lot of people are like, "Oh, I don't know that many people." You know more than fifty people. You know more than a hundred people. Like you, you just have to stretch yourself. So I, I go through this exercise to build my calling list of who are the people I'm going to call. Once you have that list, then the strategy and the problem with most people is that you feel like a pest and a nuisance calling these people because mm-hmm. they haven't heard from you in six months, two yep. years, three years. You're like, oh, I'm just going to start a new database <laughs> or my database sucks. It's not the database sucks. It's just that you don't have a strategy that works it. So my problem was that I always felt like a, a pain in the ass nuisance. It didn't inspire me to pick up the phone and call people because I just felt like the energy wasn't there. It wasn't until I came up with a good reason to call people. So you have to have a good reason for why you're calling your database. Of course. So the, the easiest one that I start off with when I'm calling people fresh for the first time is this nosy neighbor alert. So I, I pick up the phone and Laura in my database answers the phone. I'd be like, hey, Laura, it's Danny Wood over at ABC Realty. Uh, hopefully I caught you at an okay time. I'm not asking you about buying or selling a home. Um, so you can totally relax. Do you have a quick minute? And then I pause. So I'm like giving her that permission to like be easy. I'm not asking you to buy or sell a home. And then she'd be like, oh yeah, hey, what's up, Danny? So I'm like, awesome. Okay, cool. So we have this new program at the office. And if you could guess, how many homes do you think sold in your neighborhood last last year? And you can be totally wrong. Just like take a wild guess. You think it was like six, 12, 22, like take take a guess. And she'll say a number. It does not matter what number she says. She'd be like, oh, I don't know, about eight or 10. And then I would repeat that number and I'd say, okay, great. So say it was eight or 10 homes a year. You would agree that's not a very overwhelming or spammy number because what our system can do is send you notifications when things are happening in your area, real estate related. So you're going to see the pictures and the price and the home renovations and the home staging of just the market that you care about. Now, I'm already setting people up and it's of no cost to you and it's not going to be of any bother to me as well. I just wanted to see, would you be interested in being included in that? Yeah, who's going to say no? And she, she, yeah, she says, yeah. And I'm like, okay, perfect. So um, what's the exact like postal code or zip code? Because I really want to narrow this down for you. So she tells me her full address. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. So what's the, what's the best email to send that to? She tells me her email. So now my database, I'm getting people set up. I got their name their phone number, their email, and their address. When we hang up the phone, what I do is I set her up as a prospect match as if she was a home buyer. And only the criteria is not the full city. The criteria is just that neighborhood, that one little pocket. And now what's happening is my MLS system sends her, whenever there's a listing in her pocket, it sends her the listing. It's coming from me. It's branded as me. It's real estate related and it's relevant and local to her. It doesn't cost you anything above and beyond your board dues that you're already paying. And it doesn't cost them anything. So it's like six wins in a row. You're not sending them like fix your roof tips or baking recipes or anything like that, which I'm not against. If you do that, that's cool. But this is just another real estate related touch that is super relevant and that they want. Yeah, it's cool. Yep. So, so the nosy neighbor would be like, if I was a brand new agent starting in any city, or if I was a brand new agent starting my career anew, then I would be like working this and getting everybody set up on the nosy neighbor alert. Yep. I like that. That's a very cool idea. You know, those, um, thank you. 
You know those plastic uh, info sheet boxes that, that you can put like uh, brochures in, but yep. it keeps the rain? Yep. Okay. So I don't know why more real estate agents don't use that on their for sale sign. I mean, <laughs> okay, a couple of things. One, we just got um, walk by traffic all the time taking our information. Yep. And two, it gave us an awesome follow-up touch for our listings. Sometimes in some markets that aren't selling too great, you've got a listing that's sitting for a month or longer, right? And one of the biggest complaints that we have as an industry is lack of follow-up. Yep. And one of the challenges is getting seller feedback. When a, a person shows your property, you should get the feedback so that you can give it to your seller. Well, normally it, it, there's no feedback unless there's an offer. And so what this info sheet box does is it enables us and our admin uh, a permission and a touch point to reach out to them every week or every other week to make sure like, do you need more sheets? We'll drop by. And it's just like a good phone call to have and like a reason to pop by and see the people. Yeah, I like that one. Speaking of the for sale sign, people don't leverage it enough. I mean, you've got the for sale sign and on the top you put a sign writer that says like open house or just listed or something like that. And then after it sells, you you put a, a sticker on that says sold. Well, okay, when a home sells, we put a sign writer right on the top that says sold info. So it doesn't just say sold, it says sold info. And then a dangler at the bottom underneath the sign that says selling next, grab a free house value report, text sold to 905-903-5442. And what we're doing is we're adding a call to action. That call to action, texting sold to a number is my cell phone number. I'm not paying for a third party product or service or anything. And just randomly, I get uh, the word sold text to me. And I know instantly they're standing out front of one of our listings. Yep. It's awesome. And, and you're, going to be, you're going to be able to do a better, um, a better sales job. That's, that's poor, poor uh, language. You're going to be able to impress them uh, better because uh, you're the agent. You've got all, all the information right there and you've got a vested interest in, uh, in building this new relationship. Yep, totally. Yeah, we use that strategy for anybody who does um, print marketing like magazine and newspaper. Yep. We use the same thing, that call to action text. Where um, So instead of that, we would say, say uh, we had a, a home for sale. We would say, for pictures, price, and info, text featured to 905-903-5442. And I was just always getting people texting me the word featured, and I knew they wanted to talk about real estate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. Okay. So when you do sell a home, you should do direct mail. Um, either hand deliver by door knocking, which you can't do with COVID. So hopefully you hear that tidbit in like two years when we can, Mm -hmm. but otherwise do direct mail. So we would do um, 50 homes up and 50 homes down of every home that's sold that we sold. And you could even do it for every home that sells in your neighborhood or your farm area. Um, I would do it anyways. And we would talk about the one side has a seller message and the back side has a a buying message. Okay. 50 up. 50 up, 50 down of every home that you sell. So this um, is DM, this is direct mail. You're sending, you're sending a mail piece directly to the owner. So that's addressed um, the owner, 55 Smith Street. Yeah. Yep, okay. Yep, we did it for every, every listing. Okay. Uh, after a deal closes, you should ask for the, um, do you want fries with that, the upsell, mm-hmm. the referral. So yep. when a deal closes, we send a text message that says this. Now that you're moving, you'll notice others who are too. I'd like to offer them a free buyer-seller consultation. Can you help and think of at least one person moving soon? Hashtag friends helping friends. And it's nice. got a little picture nice. of the home emoji. Nice. That's you got away with an, words, Dan. 
easy way of, thank you, <laughs> such an easy way of asking for the referral and it, it, it makes people feel good about helping you. Yeah. But if you're not asking for it, if you're not asking for the sale or if you're not asking for the referral, you're not going to get them. So, and, and the friends helping, sorry to interrupt, the friends helping friends hashtag yeah. is, um, is kind of, you know, obligating, well, not obligating, but it's saying, yeah. okay, well, if you're a friend, help your friend out sort of thing. So it's, it's not, so uh, yeah. It, it softens the blow mm-hmm. and it almost guilts them into it. That's, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Almost. And yeah. so we, we um, added this as part of our closing checklist Okay. so that we never forgot to do it. Nice. Yeah, same with that direct mail, 50 up, 50 down, part mm-hmm. of the closing checklist. Everything's yeah. just checklist, checklist, and you can't miss a beat. Everything's a system. There is a really, really cool tool. So um, anybody who does not have website traffic, plug your ears, because I don't. real estate agents love buying stuff, and I don't want you buying this. If you don't have traffic, it's not going to help you. But for those of you that do have traffic to your website, 100% you need this. It's called Sumo, S-U-M-O. Mm-hmm. sumo.com and what they do is it adds a call to action on the top of your website um, and so picture this while people are on your website if you look at a real estate agent's website it'll be a pretty picture of a kitchen and that agent's like photoshopped in front of it and then underneath that is like um, all of the um, the buttons like uh, contact us house values search so it's all of that information and it takes up like 30 percent of the screen Yep. What we do is we put the call to action up at the top, right? And so that's the first thing that a person sees when they're looking at a website. So that's where we put the call to action. And we have a buyer call to action and a seller call to action. And what Sumo does is it automatically adds it to any website that you have and you can change it on the fly. Nice. It's brilliant. We get about uh, 8%. So it's an 8% conversion rate. So if you get 100 people to your website, you'll probably get eight, eight people for every hundred that you get. So many real estate websites um, look great, but there's no reason for anybody to stay, first thing, and there's no um, process or mechanism or device for the agent to collect information. So the visitor's gone there and, and visited and gone, and then the agent never knows. Yep. Perfect segue into my next little tip, mm-hmm. and that is every real estate agent who has a real estate template website um, probably has a house value page, right? Yep. Uh, you should anyways. But the problem is, is that you don't have traffic. So just because you have a pretty looking website does not mean anybody is going to actually go and provide leads. So if you want leads, I highly suggest doing Google pay-per-click for seller leads. Um, and the, the problem is, is don't have the the, the uh, fear of missing out in the scarcity mindset when you do this. Because when I talk to agents, they give me a list of their keywords and it's like everything you can think of realtor real estate for sale like the list is amazingly deep right well you should really just focus on the seller terms so when we do a seller campaign the person has to say the city name so yep. like toronto house values yep. that that one keyword i'm not going to worry about everything else i'm just going to dominate if anybody searches toronto house values toronto home values Toronto house prices, those types of keywords, but they have to say the word Toronto and a, a seller related term. And I'll just pick like 16 or 20 phrases and I'll just dominate those ones and not worry about all the other fluff that I'm missing out on. Gotcha. 
Google has this other thing that's really call, cool. It's called in market. Can so, I just can, sorry, just just let me. Yeah. I'm just my brain's just going back to that last point. So Toronto house values. If that is a if that is a headline for an ad in in Google AdWords, what are you sending them to? You're sending them to a page where it says, "Hey, grab a list of recent sales in your area," with just a simple opt-in, yeah, name some, and email. Yeah, it depends on the agent's website. Some okay. some MLSs uh, do not allow that where you can send solds. Okay. Um, so other agents, what they do is they offer a free CMA. Okay. And it's basically the same thing, only it's not automated. Okay, cool. I was just wondering where, where we're sending traffic, where the link is. I do this for people. So anybody listening is like, oh man, I want to do this, but I can't do it on my own. We offer that as a service. So okay. if you're ever curious, it's a hundred bucks a month. Okay. Um, okay, so the other one was in market. So Google has this thing called in market, and I'm really excited because this, Ray, this is what I told you about. I had an idea last night, and this yeah. morning I already yeah. sold like sixteen hundred bucks worth. That's reoccurring, and um, so Google can predict who's about to get a mortgage. Google can predict who's about to move. Google can predict who's about to retire. Google can predict. They they got all these predictive marketing channels. Three of them are real estate related. So there's um, uh, moving soon, purchasing a home soon, and then there's the uh, mortgage one. Yep. So what we can do is we can say, okay, anybody who's in my farm area, if Google is predicting that they're going to be moving, I want them to show my ads. And the cost per click and the traffic and the branding that we're getting our clients is crazy. Um, I love the fact that Google... So how, how it works is... Because Google used to be like only pay-per-click or it used to be based on what keywords are on the web page that the person's looking at. Those were like the two main ways. Yes. Now what they're doing is they know all the people that bought a home last month in North America or in Australia or in Canada. So they know all the people who bought a home and then they reverse engineer and say, okay, what websites did they go to? What, yep. what things did they search in the last 30 days? What videos did they watch in their email, in their Gmail? Did they get a mortgage pre-approval? Like they're, they're reading your email. Anything that's done through Gmail is red text. And they're reading that for advertising to put you in categories. So they're taking all this and building an avatar. And every month they have a fresh list of who's the avatar now. And you can narrow it and say, okay, I want this avatar, but only the people in this part of my town. It's really, really refined. It's Love pretty it. cool. Yeah, it is cool. Remarketing is another Google Play. You can do it on uh, Facebook as well. And that's when a person goes to your website and then they leave your website. Um, so we're doing this for people. It's 50 bucks a month and we're getting like 60 to 90,000 impressions a month. And it's just like reinforcing who you are and what you do. And people just think you're like some celebrity realtor that has the biggest marketing budget ever, ever because they see your ads everywhere. And it's not, it's 50 bucks a month. It's, yeah, you just do it through Google and it's called Google remarketing. Yep. Um, the thank you page. So say a person was to register on my thank you page. So, sorry, say a person was to register as a home buyer. So they're on my website, they're perusing around, and they create an account with our website. Yep. If you do that on your website, do it as a test. And what I would suggest, predict is going to happen is that you're going to register and then right away you see like a thank you page that says something like, thank you, check your email. What a waste of space. You need mm. to double dip on that thank you page. So instead of just saying, thank you, please check your email, we go for the upsell. So if they come in through our buyer channel and they register, 
on the thank you page of the buyer channel, it says, would you like a free seller consultation? And then they can opt in for that yeah. or vice versa. If they fill in a house value form first, then the upsell is, Hey, do you want to, do you want to get a list of homes that match your criteria? Just let us know what that is. Yep. So always go for the double dip. I, I like learned that. that. You could also send them. That's what I do with my best agents members. We, we send them to, uh, if they've sent out an inquiry for a, um, I want to know recent sales in my area because we have a website called uh, uh, truepricevalue.com. So okay. um, they would go there. Then they, they complete the questionnaire. Yes, I'd love the update and the thank you page. So they click submit. That information goes to the agent. And when they click submit, it invites them to says, hey, we're going to be back. We're going to be back to you with that. Uh, but at the same time, we're inviting you to uh, to grab, uh, you know, a, a free market update on your property complete here and go from there. So, yeah. And then you we're know, sending them to testimonials after they submit that. I, I, I did that as an experiment years ago with another coaching company. Another coach hired me to help with marketing. Okay. And so um, what I did was I said, anybody who registers for his event, um, we'll send them to a thank you page that allows them to email and invite a friend to come along for free. Okay. Um, do you know how many people we got registered? on? No that idea. Between six and seven hundred, I forget wow. the exact number. Crazy. We got over six hundred additional people added to our database and to our event just by doing the upsell. And wow. it wasn't even a sell; it was just like giving them that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, while they're there, it's top of mind, isn't it? So yeah, I love. Yeah, that. we mm. were getting people adding um, their database and everything. Yeah, nice. So, Okay. The other option is um, an email blast. So once a year, I send out an email blast to our database. And it's really, really simple. It doesn't have like a colorful banner. It's not a newsletter. It's not all this stuff. It's just an email coming from me. And it says this, Ray, do you plan on moving this? And I fill in the blank. Ray, do you plan on moving this summer? Do you plan on moving this fall? And just once a year, I would just shake the tree. I got thousands of internet leads. You you yep. send out that one word, that one paragraph, boom, you're going to get 10, 20, 30 people that reply and like, oh yeah, we're ready now. <laughs> and it, 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 it's, it works, man. That is the best email blast that you can send out. It's super it simple. It does work. It's fabulous. You can also, if you've got a jumbled, if, you, if your database is a hot mess and you're not sure who's a buyer or a seller, you can do the same thing and say, hey, you're still thinking of buying or selling this year? Question mark. Yep. Just Super like, simple. Yep. Plain text. No, mm -hmm. no, no graphics, no images, no video, no nothing. Just like a, a regular looking email. What's in the subject line? Uh, oh, we just had their name. Um, let me know. So Ray, yeah. let me know. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It, it. mail merge. It did a mail merge, so mail yeah. merged. There. I like Ray. Let me know better, or first name. Let me know because I was having a quick question. So yeah, I like that. I like that more. Cool. Awesome. LinkedIn is a source. Nobody okay. knows. So um, LinkedIn, you can. Uh, LinkedIn is awesome because it's like the MLS for finding people. So you go to the MLS to find a home that fits your criteria. You can do the same thing on LinkedIn, only to find people that fit your criteria. Yeah. And so what I would do is search anybody who is a divorce lawyer in your city, or anybody that is a bank manager that's in your city, or anybody that's in human resources. Nice. That's in your city. And what's cool is because LinkedIn tells you what company they work for. I just call the company and then in directory, I ask for that person by name. I'm like, oh, is Amy Smith in yeah. or whatever? Yeah. And then um, I get her on the phone. I'm like, hey, Amy, I was uh, cruising through LinkedIn. I noticed you're a human resource manager over at XYZ company. 
and I just wanted to call and do a quick introduction. My name is Danny Wood. I'm a real estate agent, and we have a, a relocation program for people that are thinking of uh, moving to this area. And as a human resource manager, you probably must come across a couple people a year. And so I just wanted to introduce myself, get you my information, and, and see if maybe we could even come up with a, a package program for your people. Nice. Boom. Just start yeah. the conversation. Dumb Who knows where it goes from there? Yeah. So you do that same thing for the divorce lawyers, any bank managers, and human resources. Now, door knocking. Actually, um, somebody knocked on my door. I think it was Amazon, <laughs> if you heard that. <laughs> Anyways, so my next one is on Good door timing. Knocking. You set that up, didn't you? Yeah, right? <laughs> you can never be angry when Amazon's delivering no. something. So. No way. I, I, okay. did, I, I, ordered, um, I ordered something from Amazon last week at about 8 a.m., it arrived by five o'clock, seriously, without a word of a lie. Same day. Wow. Yeah. It's incredible. Oh my God. So our friend um, had to get a new credit card and it's taken like 10 or 15 days or something. Mm -hmm. crazy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, they should get that to you right away because they want you spending that money. Of course. Whereas like Amazon delivered my dog pills <laughs> like the next day. I thought you'd stop taking those. My my dog pills? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes me fast. <laughs> well, at least you can um, pee anywhere, I guess. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Door knocking. So this approach, not COVID friendly. So don't get all like ruffled. Like this guy is out of, out of touch. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you to go door knocking right now. I'm just giving you an idea because COVID isn't, this whole like thing isn't going to last for our lifetime. Right? So maybe this idea applies to you in two years. Maybe you're listening to this recording in two years. I don't know. So it's a good, it's a good idea. Write it down and it's door knocking. So my approach worked at, like this. I wanted to buy a home for myself privately. And um, I couldn't find anything that was on the MLS that fit the criteria and the budget because I wanted it to cash flow for when I turned it into a rental. And nothing was existing. So what I did was I pulled up any home that ever fit our criteria, whether it was listed or not. And then I went and door knocked the streets that that home was on because I knew if I liked that home, the builder would have built other homes similar on the same street. So I went door knocking. So my approach was this. I, I, knock, I walk up and I knock on the door. As soon as they open the door and can see me, I take a step back. And that's me showing I'm creating breathing room and a comfort. So then um, I say, uh, I'm not expecting that you're thinking of uh, buying or selling a home anytime soon, but we really want to buy a home in this area. And I pull out a piece of paper and I start tapping on the map. And they, they look down at this piece of paper. Because they're looking down, they're no longer listening to me anymore. So I, I like cl clap the paper and like break that pattern so that they come back to me and look in my eyes yeah. and I, I keep holding it so that they can't look at it anymore. I'm like, no, no, this is for you to keep in case you think of somebody after you steer me away. Can you just point me off in another direction? Do you know somebody in this neighborhood that's thinking of moving soon? Boom. We bought two houses privately by doing yeah. that approach. And then it worked so well for us that we started doing it for all of our buyers. Yeah. We, we wrote up a letter of who they are and why they want in that area. And at the bottom to contact their realtor, which was us. Yep. And so if the people weren't home, I would leave it behind. And we actually got phone calls from it. Yep. And the people that were there, I never had one bad experience. The, the worst thing was like people that were home and looking at you out the window and wouldn't open the door. Like that was the weird, weirdest yeah. stuff. Yeah. But nothing ever bad. I had one guy, he's like, working on his car in the garage. And he saw me walking up his driveway. And he's like, man, I literally hate like whatever they're called, but the people that um, 
canvassing canvasser yeah. Yeah. yeah anyways he, he he literally said he hates people that do that and he wanted to throw his wrench at me but my approach broke that ice and he actually ended up doing business with us dude you should be doing a vegas show this is fabulous. Um, well, it's all in the approach. The conversation, I'm giving them permission to get rid of me. I break the barrier. I show comfort. It's and it's script. Yeah, so yeah. good. Christine and I did that. We bought, a, we bought a house in Port Credit. You know Port Credit, just south of Toronto. Uh-huh. We bought a house in, in Port Credit in February. We got the letter out into the, into the townhouse complex where we wanted to buy. Um, we got, before we bought, we had eight or nine responses. We looked at six or seven places. Um, I've lost count of the number of calls I've had. I had another one last week and I said, hey, we bought back in February, but thank you so much. So there are so many leads coming from this letter. So if anybody wants that letter that I used, reach out and let me know. But it's just, it's such a good way to, to, uh, to reach out and do it and, and to win listings. Well, man, that's my uh, presentation on ideas to get more sellers. I love we it. do. I do a bi-weekly coaching call okay. um, and, and it's every other week and it's step-by-step tutorials on how to set up things like your Google remarketing or your Google pay-per-click or your Facebook listing ads, that sort of thing. And it's $20 a month. So um, I'll share that in the show notes as well. So that please do. Please, please send the link so, so um, we can learn more about it. Dan, um, amazing. Uh, thank you. What's uh, what's happening with you at the moment? Where are you? You're sitting. You're sitting tight there in Surrey. Uh, are, are you in your trailer at the moment? Your caravan? Yeah. It yeah, looks so a- salubrious. It looks amazing. Yeah, it's like a Justin Bieber bus. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have the groupies. Is it is it is it a motorized van or is it something yeah. that you tow? No. Is it? Oh yeah, it's a uh, a tow. So it's the fifth wheel style, oh, and yeah. I have the, a big three fifty diesel truck that I disconnect and go buy milk and stuff. Nice, nice. That's awesome, buddy. Thank you so much. Always great to catch up. Thank you for being so giving with all your information. It was uh, an absolute blast. Awesome, man. Anybody who's hearing my voice, write down my number. It's nine zero five nine zero three five four four two. Rewind, play that again, 905-903-5442. If anybody wants to do a free half-hour coaching call or find out more about our done-for-you marketing program, just send me a text. It doesn't matter what you say. You can just say, hey, heard you on the podcast with Ray, and uh, we'll connect, okay? Lovely. I love it. Thank you, sir. Take care. Bye, man. See ya. It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray. 